Clementine was an orphan, once returned. Her oddly shaped, too big for her body head was peeking out at you from the tented flaps of an open box. Bright orange and in need of rehoming, she was not long for this world. Optimistically speaking, she had two weeks left. Clementine, the shade, was being discontinued. A discontinued item in an open box was a rare find. And you were pleased as punch. So at your insistence, I hoisted an almost new KitchenAid stand mixer into your waiting arms, thus rescuing it from the island of misfit toys that was the Williams-Sonoma After Christmas Clearance Table at the Dallas Galleria Mall. The instructions were missing, too, and before I could say, it's really not a big deal, we can find them online, because you knew I would say that, you turned and grinned at me. You were making Mr. Burns' fingers. Excellent. Now, it had already been marked down twice. Still, still, you could never pass up the chance to bargain for a better bargain. You loved it. We almost got tossed from a car dealership because of it. Do you remember that? The lady at the register didn't have the authority to change prices, so you had her find the manager. I started to fidget. I'm too much of a wasp to haggle. I fear retail vulnerability. Plus, it's no one's business whether or not I even need a discount. You just smiled and winked like... We got this. Aaron does the same wink. There was no stopping you, so I wandered into the cookbooks and watched from behind a bolognese recipe. The manager had arrived, and despite your intimidating height advantage, appeared to be holding firm. I couldn't hear much, but I knew you were turning on the charm. You were never jerky, though your silence and speed added a 60s home movie quality to it all. Your hands told the story. They were gesturing wildly, first pointing at the mixer, then at me, then up at the ceiling, and then back at me. There were jazz hands, too, because it's you. Why wouldn't there be? Then you mimed the reading of what I can only assume was the missing manual while making a sad puppy face. You nestled your elbow into the palm of your hand and brought up your index finger to your pursed lips. A trademark move. You were just staring at her now. She was struggling to keep a straight face. There was just the hint of a smirk on yours. Then you just waited until she cracked. She laughed out loud that I could hear. She gave us her manager's discount. You gave her your cake mix cookie recipe and a hug. Clementine stayed with you when I left Dallas. That box, though, the one you found her in that day, and dozens of others scuffed up with seams bursting, more tape than cardboard, sat stacked in my kitchen. You packed some of them, actually. Those had arrived two years earlier. They'd never been unpacked. For the second time in as many years, 
I was gathering the stuff of my life. A month shy of turning 35, I left Canada to move in with my parents. When I met them at the airport, my dog, my bags, and a planet-sized chunk of my pride were all precariously balanced on a baggage cart. Yes, a cart full of my own baggage. No, the irony is not lost on me. And I had plenty of time for that kind of vehicular introspection, too. The drive to my parents' place was at least an hour. As a matter of fact, you and I were making that same drive three summers before, when we were visiting from Dallas. We'd just passed a house for sale. You asked me something like, we could move back and live down the road from your mom and dad. How awesome would that be? You wanted to be just a brisk walk away, morning coffee with mom close. You adored my parents, and they you, so I knew you weren't completely joking. Your question warmed my heart. I grabbed your hand tenderly and said, Are you out of your effing mind? That is too close. Way too close. I was horrified at the prospect. <laughs> you just clapped and went into a full-on cackle. Well, it turns out you were a little psychic. Maybe clairvoyant. Ten years after you suggested it, I'm not just down the road, but I'm here. The house we were at that summer, and the one before, where we spent Christmases and Thanksgivings and turned 30 together. The house I grew up in, it's where I am. It's where I put all those boxes, scuffed up with seams bursting some still unpacked. It's where I've been. It's where I've been putting all this down for you. I wish it hadn't taken so long. <laughs> 